Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I am Starf Chris. And this is Samakiss. If you Samma Samakiss. If you forgot what we sound like, this is what we sound like. Yeah. I forgot what we sound like, dude. Come on now. I forget how to use stuff when we take weeks off. Tape weeks off? Take, take weeks, weeks off. off. What is wrong with you? And then I can't speak. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. How you doing, man? Uh, You know, life as usual. Get me down, man. Yeah. Get me down. Uh, speaking of, this will be the last podcast until December. So we're taking a month off. So if you thought that the week... I've been taking th- a lot of weeks off yeah. lately. We're taking a whole month off. So we're going to take a week off. A month um, off. This is our two-year anniversary. Of, of this show? Of this show. Wow. So... Cool. Uh, I've been editing this podcast once a week, m- for the most part, every week. Uh, <laughs> Except for the last couple of months. Yeah. Um, for two years. So, accomplishment for us. Yeah. For sure. How many, I, epi- how many episodes is this? Do you know what episode? I don't know. Some yeah. 70-something, 80-something, something like that. You also edit a lot of other podcasts. Uh, all yeah. of the somewhat nerdy podcasts. So, I do edit all the other podcasts on the network, other than Billiam Show. Billiam is that podcast, thank God. So, yeah. I'm taking my first vacation from the podcast ever both podcasts too so most deserve we'll just have to come back bigger and better there you go i got some uh things in the works actually it's been a real bummer of a week in general though it you, really has you, your your week is not nearly as bad as other people's weeks mm, no um let's, let's go ahead and get it the obviously the, the biggest suckiest news out of the way roman reigns announced that he has leukemia yeah it really sucks i mean technically He's never. He's he has had not leukemia. had leukemia. I didn't know that actually. Well, I know when I found out about it, my wife went online and immediately found all kinds of stuff about it. So I don't mm-hmm. know if that was just people's quick turn to put that stuff out there, or if it already been out there and no one really was talking about it. Because I know for the last week at least, there have been rumors that Roman was injured. So I heard because he, he was knew something injured. was going on about it. Um, I heard that he was gonna he was gonna step up and say he wasn't going to Saudi Arabia. Okay, yeah. Uh, so that was the rumor at first. Well, that rumor ended up being true because he wasn't going to Saudi Arabia. Uh, Roman has apparently been sick off and on for the past year. Yeah. Remember, he missed some time at the beginning of the year whenever they said that he had uh, meningitis. Okay. He might have had meningitis, but... It really, really sucks. I, I can't... I know when Eddie Guerrero died, that when I told my brother about it, he kind of was blown away, not just at the loss of Eddie Guerrero, which is horrible and has been lamented for ever since, but the fact that it was someone in such a prominent position on the roster at the time. Really, it's it's like, I don't want to start comparing like this to if somebody else got sick or anything like that, but the fact that it's the number one guy in the company you find out has such a horrible cancer you know, you know, situation. It's almost, I don't know if I've really even really processed it, because it just seems so crazy, you know, that it's 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 hard to ignore. Like, you've seen, I can't think of anybody in the wrestling community that has not wished him, you know, prayers and good wishes and it's all the It's not even best. just the wrestling community. It's been outside of yeah, the wrestling everybody. community. Yeah, everybody. And by the way, I instantly thought this was going to turn into some kind of on Roman thing, and thank God... Wrestling fans have enough of decency to give the man, for the most part, let me go ahead and say that, the respect that the dude deserves right now. Yeah, it's it's weird. I saw someone commenting online about how they were observing how many people were, when they would write what they were going to say, many people were starting it off by saying, 
while I don't really care, while I don't care for Roman Reigns the the character, I do respect the man behind. You know, mm-hmm. and someone's like, "Why do you have to say that? Why do you have to play like you have to be so cool? Can't you just wish the man?" And part of it, I think, is that I think a lot of people really feel like they don't want to seem like a hypocrite for hitting on a man for the last five years, and then suddenly it's like, "Well, yeah, but that's there's a difference between what was going on in WWE and this is." This supersedes all kinds of things, you know. Yeah. It's not the same thing. Yeah, I agree. You know, I saw someone getting a lot of heat online for saying, you know, you know, wow, can't believe all it took to get turned Roman Reigns' babyface was to was for him to say that he has leukemia. That's disgusting. Which is horrible. Yeah. But I did read him. I was like, well, the the only thing I'm he meant by that was that to him was apparently just just that it was the first time he'd really gotten cheers from the audience which is what they wanted him to get it's true still and, disgusting but but i mean you know it, it's it's hard to ignore those kinds of things because sure. it's roman reigns if it was mm. somebody else if it had even been a seth rollins or dean ambrose it would have not been the same kind of it would have been i would have felt the same for the for anybody if they you know if they announced something hor- horrible like that but the fact that it's roman reigns where it adds it's strange like you can't ignore it like the whole you know, them bringing it up again on SmackDown. They're going to keep bringing it up because you can't not bring it up just because the show, all of WWE revolved around that man. And now that man has cancer and is gone. You can't just act like that Nothing didn't happened. happen, yeah. you know? Like, I was thinking, like, it, it, it was immediately was almost impossible for me to even conceive that he wouldn't be able to say something. Like, they could have said something kayfab on television instead. But, you know, obviously... That would have gotten out regardless, because again, it's Roman Reigns. The fact that he was able to come out and say that without, without anybody, anybody knowing it was really—that's yeah, yeah. what I'm saying. Like, blows my mind that nobody knew what was going on. Like, the locker room didn't know what was going on. Yeah, apparently the announcers didn't know. Some of the, the Shield knew, uh, Triple H knew, and like a few other key guys knew. But that was it. Yeah. So everybody else found out when we did. Yeah. And that video is—it's hard to watch whenever Seth and Dean come out. Seth is Seth did like the a whole like, all right, I'm gonna man up, I'm gonna man up, I'm gonna yeah. man up. Oh, I'm losing it, and yeah. I'm done. And then him walking to the back of the, the video they released on WWE.com on the YouTube channel, uh, that one's hard to watch too. Yeah. So I mean, it's just you know he's been in remission for I think what almost ten years, eleven years. So yeah. that's a, a good sign. And leukemia, while it's still a horrible scenario, is is treatable and fight and you know he you know i have every belief that he'll he'll be able to get out you know that he'll be okay it's just horrible that he has to go and focus all of his energy towards being okay now obviously that's much more important being universal champion as he said and no one's you know no one's gonna give him any gruff about it and he'll come back bigger and better than ever so you know i don't i don't like doing the i don't like the the term all of our thoughts and prayers are with you know, I don't like it when people say I, I, it, it always makes me feel like, particularly us, you know, like, and we have a podcast, we have our followers and we have our fans and that's great. I just, I, I just feel like, and most people, I don't feel matter enough for me to be worried about what they think about the situation. You know, I, I, I don't like, like Roman Reigns is going to be okay. We, I don't, I don't want to patronize him by, by saying like, you know, like 
my, my by sending him a card, that kind of thing. Yeah, positive thought, but I do like. Yeah, help, but man. then the idea, like the positive energy and and everyone, you know, the outpouring of positivity. I mean, you know, people from New Japan, people from you know, Ring of everywhere, Honor, everybody, every, every. You know. It's it was kind of weird just to go through my Twitter feed and see and Tomatonga broke character. Yeah, and I was like, that was the one time I was like, oh, like oh, this is really because here's the other flip side of it. I'm watching it in bed. Uh, somebody sends me the link. A fan of ours sent me the link, mm-hmm. and which is me, crazy because you don't watch Raw live because no, you don't have cable. I don't. You watch it the next. I day. I watch it the next day. So a fan of mine, us or of of our listeners, sent me the link to it on Monday night while I'm laying in bed, and I instantly send you the link. Yeah. So my first thought process is I haven't even watched the video. I just read the headline, so I sent it to you, and then I start going through the whole. I was like, if this is fake, yeah. I'm never watching WWE again. Yeah. Like, I, you're not, it, it's crossed the line. That's what I'm saying is that's, that's how surreal this is because if there was anybody that they would do something like that with, it would have it would been be Roman, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Which, again, is why it's so insane. Like, that's where I'm going. Like, it, it's so horrible. And, you know, all, you know, you know, I, you know, I really want him just to be okay. But it's just, I've never seen anything in wrestling that just kind of jolts you. And that's when, and I don't want to compare it to other things and things like that, but it's just, it's it's surreal to see the world champion, the the man who, his main event, the last four WrestleManias. Would have been five. You, you know, know, like it, it's, yeah. You know, to say, I have to go because, because I'm sick. Not only can do I have to go, I have to go because I have cancer. I have to go and I might never be back. Yeah. We don't know what's. You That's know. the weirdness. It's the unknown. Obviously, his health and his kids, and he's married and he's got a family, and so obviously yeah. all that stuff's more important. It's just rough. It's yeah. my favorite wrestler, even though I'm down on him. I never got to see him live. Now I'm bummed out that I didn't go to WrestleMania. The well, I don't want to jump ahead to that. You know, I you know my my thoughts just that he's gonna be okay. Obviously, that, obviously. Yeah. But I'm just thinking like the short term stuff. Yeah, it might be a few years before he can That's get back true, and go. Yeah. So, uh, I saw a guy um, tell a story online that an independent worker was about to have his first match, and he didn't have uh, he didn't have he didn't have any money. He couldn't buy gear, and he didn't have any uh, wrestling boots. And I think he either was a student with Seth Rollins or knew someone that knew Seth Rollins. He knew that Seth Rollins was someone that he could approach about maybe asking for some help with some gear. So he, he asked Seth Rollins if he could help him out. And then Seth was like, well, let me ask let me ask around. He asked Roman Reigns if he had an extra pair of wrestling boots. And Roman was like, yeah, I got, you know, I got some stuff. And he asked him, like, how much do I owe you? How much will I owe him? And then this is through a third party. So this guy never even talked to Roman Reigns. And Roman was like, is he a good brother? Like, is he a good guy? And I was like, yeah. And so I was like, yeah, let him have him. Like, no big deal, you know? But... I do. I will ask that you pay it forward and you do something like that for somebody else. So I just thought that was, you know, there's, I mean, everybody. The, the story's always been that there's know, tons of stories like that coming out about Roman Reigns over the past few days. Yeah, like and, Alistair Black has a story. You know, well, all of them. Have well, a story. for years, the whole you know, like all the heat that he's been getting for his character, they always bring up how that's supposed to be a reflection of the audience's hatred towards him. And one of the reflections back to why that they wouldn't stick with it is because is is what's often brought up is the locker room loves Roman. Right. So no one in the locker room has a problem with it. So why would you know like there would be much more concern with breaking morale. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like well, it's to the point where people leave the company and they're not 
obligated to say anything. Cody leaves the company and never he goes, I don't understand the hate that dude gets. Yeah. You know? I know. It's people that leave and still say positive stuff about the S.H.I.E.L.D. guys. Yeah. Ryback left the company and talked sh- mad shit about all the company and like, hey, but the S.H.I.E.L.D. guys, they're awesome. Roman's a really good dude. Yeah. So that just shows he's a good person. So, um, so yeah, it, it's cliche, but our thoughts are with Roman. Yeah. Um, it's sad because you know we probably would have talked about Roman Reigns is a, is a hot topic no matter what. Yeah, we usually talk about Roman pretty much every podcast. My way here, I was like, we'll have fun talking about Roman Reigns. Um, it's like yeah, we get a I bunch mean, of shit because we talk about Roman a lot. Yeah. Roman and New Japan podcast. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is what we do a lot. I mean, it's it is you know my two favorite things, Roman Reigns and New Japan. Um, so let's talk about. Uh, so obviously, it's kind of move into the what people are being negative about on for Monday night. Uh, Dean turned on Seth instantly. So after they won the belts. So by the, the way, the problem. So I wasn't watching Raw live, and you told me about it. So then. I immediately started looking on stuff online, and then mm-hmm. I just got saw everything from the show. And anytime, it it seems like I never am watching when a big angle that I actually am interested in happens. I always watch it right after it happens, so I never get to see like the. So I was trying to like not pay attention to things like, and I was just seeing somebody say this little nitpicks like that. So I, I kind of gathered that the sh- that Dean and Seth were going to win the tag belts, and then somehow also that Dean was going to turn. Then I just sat down to watch the whole show, and you see the whole all the stuff with Roman Reigns, and it's it's not even canon to the show. It, it's it's like like the next segment feels like that's when the show really starts. Kind of because Paul Heyman comes out after I mean, that yeah. and like cries and gets me all back upset again. And you can tell that everybody's really worked up, but yeah. you know the, the show is got a somber feeling just from the way the performers are. You know, the, there's a there's an energy behind them that you can tell that. It's throwing everybody off because of, of what's going on with Roman. And so, again, if this was Drew McIntyre and they did something with Dolph, it'd be different, in my opinion. It, it's, it's one of those, you can't ignore it. You know, it's not like the, you're using, like, the like let's take this and use it. It's not that. It's that you can't, it's going to be prevalent no matter what you do. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, especially with Dean and Seth. No yeah. matter what they do with them. Like, this is not going to be a talking point that goes away. This is going to be brought up all the time, regardless of whether or not it's involved in the story or not. Does that, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I never thought of it as, like, it's different than, because WWE has done it. They did it with Eddie Guerrero. They did it a couple of years ago with um, Paige and Charlotte, which no one was happy about with that either. At all. And I don't like it when WWE does that, but I've always thought, like, wrestling's a weird thing in that everybody involved kind of gets that that's how it works. You know, um, if you're and if you're a big part of wrestling, that's what it's always going to be. I don't think Paul Bearer would have been upset to hear that they used his death involved in something with The Undertaker. I would think I, that he would go, I would have expected yeah. you to do that. So I don't think Roman's been in the business long enough. He's been in the business long enough and he understands wrestling enough to be like, well, if y'all didn't use this, this that's yeah. dumb. Y'all have to use this. But that's the thing is that now we don't know what, what next what ex- week will be. Exactly. But. It was not used like that. It was no. just that it was on the night. I mean, you can say that because the feel-good moment to make everybody feel good was Seth and Dean winning the tag belts. Mm-hmm. But my thought was 
they were already clearly showing transitions of Drew and Dolph, you know, and Braun having cracks. Mm-hmm. And you knew that Dean, that Dolph and Drew were not going to be tag team champions in the long term. So the them dropping the belt to Seth and Dean was probably going to happen. And based on the, what they were teasing over the last few weeks and what they everyone thought was going to happen at SummerSlam and what everybody thought was going to happen at the beginning of last year and what everybody's been waiting for for the last several years, Dean was going to turn heel at some point. So it's nothing that felt like it was un- inorganic. You know, like it all felt like that it was going to happen. You just didn't feel like it, it was going to happen because you were distracted by what was going on with the Roman Reigns. So I can see that, that it's like, you used a real-life scenario as a misdirect. But in my opinion, the idea is the, the the hubcap of the show is gone. We have to reset things. And you can only reset things by doing things like having heel turns and shifts so that you have a new focal point of the show. Exactly. So it puts this in perspective as a, a business for WWE. The top babyface is now gone. Yeah. So what do they have to do instantly? Yeah, regard like forget the whole universal title yeah, thing. The top baby face is gone. Braun and Seth turned, kind yeah. of, and all in the same night. So they're both baby faces. So they're gonna start positioning them towards being a bigger baby face. They have to do that. Yeah. Um, I mean Finn those are the guys that need to start getting pushed to the top right now. Yeah. So. The the Yeah, I would love for, for Finn to be who's better than he is. Right. But, I mean, you know. So. But Seth and Braun, Braun's always been at the top, like for the past, but he's been kind of going in between when they were fighting with Roman. Yeah. Because for some reason they didn't want to keep him babyface fighting with Roman. But now he can move back into that position that he was in anyway. Yeah. It's like, so like if, if they had just had Dean just win with Seth, and then a month from now, Dean turned, I don't think, you know that the, 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 the idea of the issues going on with Roman would still be there. Because the, the stuff going on with those three guys is always going to be prominent regardless. And like I said, this, the the issues with Roman Reigns is not going to be a talking point that goes away. Whether we like it or not, it's just, it's just, it's not for financial gain. It has nothing to do with that other than just he is the face of the company. And so what's going on with him is just a big part of the company. And the fact that it upsets people is what it's supposed to do. You know, it, it to he's, me, he's a heel. Yeah. To You're me, not supposed it, to be happy. You're supposed to be upset. If this, it felt like, okay, they're like, okay, shield stuff is done. Yeah. Roman's not there. There's no shield. Talk about the fucking curse of the shield. I mean, damn. Yeah. Just, the, the shield stuff's done. So at this point, why would they, why would they continue the shield stuff without Roman there? Well, this was them going, okay, shield stuff done. Yeah. Roman's exactly. not there. We're moving on. Why exactly. drag that out? And then it made an unexpected uh, thing of Dean turning into an unexpected thing. Because yeah. nobody expected that It was that the most obvious thing that somehow still felt crazy. Well, why did that happen? Well, everybody that, knew that was going to happen. I love that they're, tag, that they're champs, too. Yeah. They what does that even mean? <laughs> and then, yeah. They did it with, um, I mean, to a, much, to a far lesser extent, a few years ago when Edge turned heel because they were going to be pushing him. They did a, a fan vote. It was Taboo Tuesday or Cyber Sunday, one of those, where you could vote for a guy, one of three guys to fight for the world title. It was Edge, Chris Benoit, and uh, Shawn Michaels. And Shawn Michaels was, like, injured, but everybody voted for Shawn Michaels anyway because it was Shawn Michaels. And it, it's, and then Edge snapped because he thought that he deserved it better. 
And whoever, so whatever two guys out of the three didn't get picked, were going to get a tag title shot. So they won with an edge like turned on Benoit. So for like a couple weeks, Benoit and Edge were tag team partners, but Benoit had to like defend the belts by himself, nice. which I assume was probably going to be what happens with Dean and Seth. But it 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 adds another wrinkle to force them to kind of interact with you. It makes you it, it gives you a lot of questions that makes you want to watch the show next week because you don't know what's going what's going on. On on top of that, how good is Drew? I've been every, t- I've been saying that for every t- since, I've been saying that for a couple yeah. of years now, but. <laughs> It just every time he's on screen, I'm just like, dude, mm-hmm. that is yeah. that dude's money. I think that they kind of rushed the, like last week with the the stuff between Braun and Drew. It felt a little more like out of the two of them, Drew would be babyface yeah. beyond Braun. But they should have never turned Braun. Braun should have never been like healed. he like in a couple of weeks you won't even notice it. It'll, no, it'll, you, you know, won't. like like the crowd is still behind him. They still chant, get these hands every time he comes out. So they kind of rushed him into being. You know, and he put over Roman. He put over that he was, you know, like, so it's just how Braun was two months ago. And this mm-hmm. is nothing had changed, which I think is good. So now, so now Drew can easily fill that big heel role. I and just, that, I don't know what's, I feel like, I feel bad for Dolph. I would I like, feel like Bray he's getting to, lost in the Bray should come back about right now, too. I don't know where he's at. He's apparently he was getting repackaged, but he, like a big heel like Bray, somebody that has. Yeah. But I mean, right now, I think, because I've been one, I have wanted this. Since what? 2014, a heel Dean Ambrose. Oh yeah, 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 has the power to be the hottest thing. Yeah, in pro wrestling. But right now, you think Sammy's not there. Kevin Owens is not there. Yeah. Um, Bobby Lashley. They just turned is, Elias babyface too. Did, I think they yeah. did. Um, a, Bobby Lashley apparently is heel now that nobody yeah. cares about. Um, so I mean, like it's some top heels. Yeah. Bray would like fit really good into that. Yeah. And then he could feud with Braun Strowman, too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, they won't be able to keep it off. But, you know, Dean Ambrose, I think, should be. I mean, I would imagine that if they do Crown Jewel, which is a whole nother discussion we could talk. So you think Crown Jewel is still going to happen? Crown Jewel. Oh, man. I, I don't know. Do we? we it, it, what is this week in wrestling? I don't, it's like I don't feel even comfortable talking about it because it feels so – to speculate about things that are so serious feels almost inappropriate. So, the stuff with Saudi Arabia just feels like I don't really even want to talk about it. John Cena and Daniel Bryan supposedly have said refuse to go. Behind the scenes, and they're threatening um, apparently to come out and say it publicly. Now, as of recording, they haven't announced – they have postponed – like the sale date of when the tickets were supposed to go on sale. Yeah, and they keep move, moving things around on the website. And uh, there's no mention of the location of the event. But I think as of today, they were supposed to have made a decision about what they were really, what they were going to be doing about it or not. It's going to be no matter what they do. That's what's so crazy about the the thing is that either they go through with it, and they get a whole shitstorm of hate from people for doing it. They can stay in the eye of the storm. Because this story is not going away. This is not a wrestling story. This is a, uh, you know, big time political news. You know, the WWE keeps getting thrown in a very negative way. But then, if they don't, does that make the what? Does that breach a contract? Do they? They can't just say no to this show. But then we'll go in January next year, yeah, like kind of thing. It's, here's what I keep pointing out to people, and everybody's like, "Who? Oh, I haven't been canceled yet. Sixty million dollars. Yeah, I know. This is a lot of money." On top of, and it's probably, you know, you can take it the way, every way you want to say it. Something happened in Saudi Arabia, and it was Saudi Arabia's government's fault, 100%. Yeah. Eventually, all that stuff is going to get fixed, 
and then WWE is going to have a bad relationship with Saudi Arabia. I mean, if they cancel. Well, that's a an assumption that everything is going to get fixed. That's a, it's a hundred percent going to be fixed. It's Saudi Arabia. We're not going to be fighting with Saudi Arabia. Well, it's not that. It's the political climate of a of a of a of a nation that the, from the beginning when they did the the Greatest Royal Rumble, just the relations of not having any women on the card at all. I don't know how comfortable I have with any place where, you know, people get beheaded if they, you know, break certain rules is the kind of is but you know, and but they WWE does shows all over the world all the time. They're just house shows. It's not as publicized. public publicized. Yep. It's that they keep going. And I do understand the point that like guys like Randy Orton and J Bill have made is that WWE is so Americana is so West, so, uh, you know, philosophically different from how they view things that continuing to go helps steer them in the right direction. You you have a, a prince that's trying to modernize a modern country. Yeah, but, the you know. At the same time, this prince basically mm-hmm. called a hit on yeah. a journalist. Which is just, is, see, this one's But it's like, not the first time, like... and we've done it in the past. I mean, this is. Saudi Arabia is not without sin in the past, so this is not nothing new. I agree with you that even the last event probably shouldn't have happened. How we even gotten a WWE got an agreement with Saudi Arabia in the first place, other than the obvious reason that everybody keeps forgetting about money. Well, no, that is why you do it. That's why any business does anything. The point is that if you're doing it to broaden your international stasis, and you're doing it with a country that companies like UFC and other companies are pulling out of at the same time where you're highlighting it's 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 how much damage do you do to your own reputation where's the line you know like what has to happen before because if they go through with it it's almost like saying like well then i guess no matter what happens they're going to go through with it but then politically does that mean that you're on the side of the saudi arabian government because you're like we know that happened but Okay, we want money. Are we going to have another Saudi Arabia commercial right in the middle of the pay per view exactly, again? Yeah. You know, which would be just borderline disgusting. Yeah, and so. if that's disgusting, then should they be going at all? Yeah, I mean, I'm on, I'm on both sides of it. You know, I, I mean, people didn't want to go. From what I remember, they didn't want to go, the, go last the last time, and that was before that happened. And they're going to want to go two to three times a year now. Uh, yeah. Something like that. This is only something else is going to happen in Saudi Arabia before the end of the year. Something always happens in Saudi See, Arabia. See, this is what happens when Shawn Michaels comes out of retirement. Just they, the, the world is ending. They monthly throw people off the tall buildings. There. I don't want. To, I don't want to talk about the horrible thing. No, 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 no. It's, it's but, upsetting, though. But what thing should have set them off in the first place, and why is it this thing? I get what you're saying. I know it's a political right now. It's in the news right now. But well, it's like, this um, is not nothing new. That bad stuff happens in Saudi Arabia. Well, it's like um. When Roseanne got canceled, she said the horrible thing that she said on Twitter. She said it was a joke. Your feelings on whether or not that mattered or not, ABC canceled her show. When I said that, my wife looked up Roseanne Barr's Twitter to see what it was that she said. And then she just scrolled through other things she said. And and she was like, Roseanne has been saying stuff like this for years. Like, this is not breaking character this is not out of the blue is that she's always been this way and you can say that she's always been disgusting but the but the fact is that yeah but when she was disgusting before nobody cared they still gave her a third however many new season of her show that everybody watched it's just and then this one thing happens and now it's different 
And my point on that is, is whether or not it should be different doesn't change the fact that it is different. Does that make sense? It, it doesn't matter if, if what's happening now has been going on in Saudi Arabia forever. If this scenario is making, it's part of it is because they just released all this stuff, the, you know, the 2030 idea of being more progressive, of, of being different, of, of calling the attention of the world to say, look, look, we're not like that anymore. And then they do the things they're doing. Regardless of what's going on, it doesn't change the fact that public opinion is what it is. So know? I'm I'm in like a, a 50-50 kind of mode. I, I think I still think it's going to happen. I think if they were going to cancel it, they would already announce that they're going to cancel it. Well, I, I think, think they're going to wait to the last second to be like, we're going to move forward with our decision to go to Saudi Arabia. They might cancel it all together and have another place already lined up, or they're trying yeah. to line up a place right now to have yeah. it. This is possible too. That's sixty million dollars. I don't. I don't like that. As, as uh, there has to be some kind of moral reasoning yeah, behind anything yeah, you do. You can't just. You can't just. You're right. The moral. That that's the moral okay. reasoning of WWE. I'm just. I. Which they, is. It, they made the point to get involved in promoting shows using a political edge on it. And then now they're receiving the backlash on, well, if you get involved in politics, this is what happens. And sometimes in politics, when you realize that things are leaning a different way, you got to go the other way. You can't just ignore it. They, they haven't said anything about it. The only th- comment they made was like, what, like three weeks ago, saying like, we're monitoring yeah, the we're situation. Monitoring so they, it's one of those, like, they got to do something. And when you think something means that they have to say something in regards to it one way or the other. And I cannot see them going into a positive way towards Saudi Arabia. I just don't see that that's happening. No, because they can't. You can't. You, you can't. can't. You can't make this so in then, a positive so, way. So then there's nothing they can do. They need to They'll get the fuck out. shut up and just not say anything and just go do the show. I mean, I might stop watching WWE if that happens. Yeah, I don't think I will. I mean, your but, guys, your Roman Reigns isn't there anymore. So, I mean. I mean, I barely, basically don't watch WWE yeah, now. So. so I just watch more Wildcat. There you go. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and we're going to come back and do our picks for some pay-per-view that apparently is happening this weekend. Yeah, it's a big deal, Chris. It's a big deal, apparently. Evolution. We'll be right back. Are you troubled by a lack of common interest in your social sphere? Do you experience feelings of nostalgic sentiment in your day-to-day life? Do your family or coworkers not understand your quotes, quips, or references? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and download the nerdiest professionals in the galaxy. Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Our nerdy and informative hosts are available 24 hours a day on your favorite podcast app to fill all your super nerdy needs. Good, Good journey, journey, nerds. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio, Future Flicks with Billiam, and Nerds of the Squared Circle on iTunes, SoundCloud, your favorite podcast app or stream us at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. 
I'll see you in the future. Uh, we're going to do our picks for Evolution. Could you be less excited about it? Do you not like women's wrestling, Chris? Are you uh, sexist is, actually, or something? Is that I really what it like is? women's wrestling. Yeah. Is there going to be any on this card? Yeah, there's going to be nothing but women's uh, wrestling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is the, all, the first ever WWE women's uh, pay-per-view. It's, which is really great. They're a little behind the times. TNA's done it a lot. Yep. There are all kinds of all-women promotions, Shimmer, Shine. Most definitely. Stardom. Stardom in particular is really great. Yeah. So, this and, card, this is also being headlined by Ronda Rousey and uh, Nikki Bella. Yeah. But I, I think that your confusion on there's some show this weekend, I think, is less to do with being interested in evolution and more. If you watch WWE this week, you'd almost be forgiven if you didn't realize that the show was happening this weekend. So, was other than that weird everybody got in the ring on SmackDown thing, did anything else set up Evolution on that card? Um, I guess there was some Charlotte and Becky stuff. The Charlotte, but there's been stuff between Charlotte and Becky every week, yeah. which is one of the better storylines going on in WWE it is, right now. It is. And, and has been for this year. But they weren't even on SmackDown. They just showed a clip of the attack that they had. And then at the performance backstage center, interview, which was cool. Yeah, and then the stuff on Raw was so weird because I guess Alexa Bliss is injured. Yeah, Alexa Bliss so is rumored she... not to even be, can't be do the match. Apparently, she got a concussion from Ronda Rousey over the weekend. Yeah, something like that. So, so Ronda Rousey's now uh, hurt uh, Alexa Bliss's arm, rumored, and gave her a concussion. I didn't hear this. Yeah, yeah, she got actually on the pay per view. She got hurt. That's why she wasn't wrestling for the past two or three weeks. Well, I, okay. Yeah. So that really sucks because Alexa Bliss is definitely one of the. I mean the the first match, which was for a while the only match they'd announced, was Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus, and so now Alexa Bliss changed, isn't even going to be there. Bliss that got changed because Bliss hurt her arm, and now I she, heard that was always supposed to be the match. Nah, I don't think I don't think so. That's but, just your opinion, though. You can't just you can't uh, speculate as, you, as truth. I can speculate it as truth as I want. It's my okay. show. Ah, you're right. So let's get into our picks. WWE Evolution. But I, I you know, I'm... I am I am excited about the show. I, I think this show can uh, obviously be good. You've got some really good wrestlers, not just uh, female wrestlers. you got some really good wrestlers on this show that are having some um, good uh, matchups. So I'm excited yeah, about the, it. Yeah, um, it was a joke, in my opinion, this week, as far as... I don't know if it's because of the stuff with the Roman Reigns and all the issues going on with Saudi Arabia that they just were completely distracted if it just showed that the only reason at all we were getting this pay-per-view was because of the stuff that was going on in Saudi Arabia. I know that that was the idea to offset another only men pay-per-view was to then have an all women's pay-per-view, which is a shame because they absolutely deserve it. And when you want, look at some of the things, like the fact that so many people like Asuka, Nia Jax, Naomi are in the Battle Royal, it does seem like they kind of missed some points for the show by not highlighting a lot of the stronger characters that they have on their roster by just kind of lumping them all into a battle royal feels kind of a shame but that being said but fox and mickey james versus uh trish stratus and lita yeah are you excited yeah. about that i mean you know like you could just do so I, I don't know why sasha banks and bailey are teaming with natalia against the riot squad when i feel natalia should still be in ronda's corner and sasha and bailey would be much better to fight trish and lita yeah. It would be Alicia Fox and Mickey James. That's just my opinion. Um, but that being said, I think once the show is happening, like regardless of the build to it, 
and there have been some really good build like the the stuff for the two women's title matches are great the the last two weeks of all the stuff between uh nikki and ronda has been great yeah it really has all the stuff with charlotte and it's been awesome and becky lynch has been great so i think it's going to be a really good show uh the nxt champion uh carrie sane and Shayna baszler is going to be awesome like it was last time uh so let's get ahead and get it with our first one is uh sasha banks bailey natalia versus the riot squad what do you think of the Riot Squad? I know when they first debuted, they were it was awkward because of their comparison to Absolution, which doesn't exist anymore. Do you still do you still feel that? No, not at all. I forgot that was even a thing. Yeah. So, just like mirrored, you know, like they they were the same group. Same week. Yeah. Same group. I I like the Riot Squad. I I think their um, uh, Ruby Riot is kind of underused. I think she's really good now. Yeah, I I I know that. I knew that they were going to call up Liv Morgan. She was one of the, the more tenured NXT people mm-hmm. when she came up. It's the a weird group. Sarah Logan thing was really weird. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I like Sarah Logan. Yeah, she's fine. I just, the whole Natalia suddenly being with Sasha and Bailey doesn't make sense to me. Not at all. And when you think of the first ever women's pay-per-view, the fact that Sasha Banks is not in a more prominent position on the show. She might be in the really opening match. Yeah. yeah. But she's just kind of lumped in, you know, losing clean to Riot. You know, like, yeah, I, I'm all about putting that? over the Riot Squad. Yeah, that's I, I get that. And they're a knit group, and they're a more official faction. So they should win more, and they're heels, and they use the – they cheat to their advantage. You know, it makes sense for them to keep going, going over, but it's just like – just, I just keep watching going, like, what are they doing with Bailey and Sasha? And what have they been doing with them since, Nothing. like, February? They've just been kind of this floating by as friends now. They yeah. teased them being not friends, and then for some reason, Kurt Angle forced them to go to friends therapy. And then they decided they were best friends. Yeah, Kurt's not going to make Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins go to friends therapy next week, I guarantee that. But, you know. That would be hilarious, actually. I mean, yeah. So, uh, um, I'm going to pick Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalia. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. Um, Ruby Riot didn't win pretty clean uh, this past week. so. And you're following that whole win on TV, lose on paper. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just, again. Sasha Banks and I love Bailey. What do you think about their NXT Brooklyn match? Considered one of the best matches in the last decade, not just for women's wrestling, but just wrestling in general. To be kind of you know, and I don't want to under you know make any you know everyone. That's the thing is that when this match happens, it still could be amazing, you know. So I, you know, fingers crossed that everything works out. But I'm gonna go with the baby faces again. Um, next is the Battle Royal match. Oh, the historic women's Battle Royal match. I'm sorry. For a future women's championship opportunity. Oh, is that in there? Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure Naomi was supposed to get one of those when she won the 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 Royal the Battle Royal at WrestleMania earlier this year. Don't talk about that? Yeah, I know. Um, so I I got to flip a coin cuz I think it's going to come down to Nia Jax and um Asuka. Asuka? No one is ready for Asuka. Who, yeah, you want to pick a final four? Nia Jax, Asuka. Lana. Alundra Blaze and Naomi. Ember Moon. Oh, man. Oh, man, that's a really See, good. See, yeah. they've, they've thrown in a lot of good people. Like, particularly Ember Moon, I would love to, I would love to see win yeah. this. I mean, they're not really hot on Asuka either, but I just don't like Asuka losing things. Yeah. I'm going to go with Ember Moon. That's actually not a bad choice. I'm picking Asuka. That's not a. That's not a. It shouldn't be a bad. Choice. No. They need to turn Oscar heel. I guess they do. They need to do and something then, with her. I don't know. 
I mean, they turned Nakamura heel, and that seemed like a good idea at the time, but, you know. I figured Nakamura even works for the company sometimes. Sad. So. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I would love to see, you know, Mandy Rose. You know, like, Battle Royals are interesting, and the fact that it oh, hasn't been pushed as much. I love to see more Mandy Rose at any time. So. Ironically, when they don't push the Battle Royals as strongly, I like them better, because then when they actually are happening, I really can feel like anything could happen right. in them, you know? So I'd like to see someone a more of a dark horse win, but I think you know they should highlight some of the stronger women on the roster, especially if they're going to get a title match out. Uh, NXT Women's Champion Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Blazer. Shayna Baszler. Blazer. Come on, Baszler. Now with the Becky Lynch heel scenario, are there still rumors that they're doing the NXT full, like the horse women horse versus women. the horse women at Survivor Series? I know that that was there's always back in the back. there's always that. So um, they've been so, wanting that since. Uh, Ronda got into the company, so. so. I mean, if anybody could be, would be an, a two-time NXT Women's Champion, it would be Shayna Baszler. But I'm gonna pick uh, Kyrie Sane to retain. I am actually going to pick uh, Shayna. Okay. Um, she is she, scary, man. She is. Um, I went to a Ring of Honor show in San Antonio, and she and the other four horsewomen. Oh, really? There. Well, Ronda Rousey wasn't there, but they just they sat like right. they have they didn't they came in like middle of the show and they sat like. To my immediate left. And Shanda Baszler is a frightening person in yeah. real life. I mean, like, you know, she just looks like she could kill you. Because <laughs> As a can. high compliment, yeah. Uh, Trish Stratus and Lita versus Alessa Bliss and Mickey James. That's what's on the card, but I think it's going to be Fox. It's probably going to be Fox. Let's pick it as what, it's, what it is yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm picking Trish Stratus and Lita. Yeah. That's... I'm going to do the same thing. Like, we're just going to agree on all these cards because a lot of these things, I just... I don't know. Well, that's the that's what I'm saying about the build up to the like show. It's like one of those weird shows. Is that it doesn't have is that they could have done a much better of consequences for the show, and yet it feels very isolated. Where it'll feel awesome it's gonna, there. It's gonna feel like a like right now. It feels like they're doing a house show with all women, and they're yeah. televising it. Yeah, which I don't. I don't. I mean, we the main event matches will be strong. Yes. This match is just one that's going to feel more, which is always going to be that way. Whenever they bring in legends from the past, whenever they bring in people that are that when's, won't be there the next day. When's the last time Trish Stratus had a match? She was in the Royal Rumble. A match. Um, before that, her last match was in 2006. Oh no, no, no. she wrestled with John Morrison and Snooki at WrestleMania. Oh, good God. Eleven. Uh, uh eleven. What? Uh, twenty-seven. WrestleMania 27, she beat Michelle McCool, Layla, and Dolph Ziggler with Snooki and John Morrison. So when's the last time she had a match? That was a match. I mean, Snooki got the, the pinfall. Of course she did, after a big somersault poncho, the thing that China used to do. SmackDown Women's Champion uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair in a last woman standing match. This match should go on last. It's not going to. It's not going it to. It should they um, need to turn they need to work this out so that they can hug and kiss and be best friends again so they can be together in the four horsewomen against the other four horsewomen at Survivor Series or they need to do the double turn and turn Charlotte heel. If they're gonna be doing Ronda versus Charlotte at WrestleMania next year, which was the heavy rumor, and they still probably will do it even if it's not the main event, but the rumor of why I'm here is that they that was do supposed champion to be the main versus event. champion or do champion versus champion or just do as the marquee match, Ronda Rousey, who can take out Ronda Rousey, would be Charlotte. But Charlotte always excelled as at being a heel. And for most of her run, she has been a heel. So I think the idea that it's not working out is does not detrimental to her. But I think if they keep forcing it, it will be. You know, like, 
I'm all for them switching it to just running with Becky and then doing Becky versus Ronda Rousey next year would be amazing if they could, you know, block it outright. It's just I don't know if they have the patience. They they do things so scenario to scenario, and then they still don't even follow through with that. Um, a last woman standing match. I don't know if they're going to go all out. I hope they do. I hope they do. Charlotte goes crazy in, in these. Uh, yeah. I mean, especially with Sasha, whenever she gets those no count out kind of hardcore matches. And, you know, Becky's right there with her. So I think this match is going to be really great. I think this is going to be a sleeper hit for the year. Like, I uh, hope so. I hope it will be at least. Yeah. And this is probably definitely going to be the best match on the card, I would imagine. First ever uh, last woman standing match. Is it? Yeah. NXT, Becky Lynch wasn't... Didn't they do that? No, they did the Iron Woman match. Yeah, they did. Iron, well, it was Iron Sasha Man and Bayley. Yeah. Um, so, or, I mean, maybe Asuka had one with Nikki Cross, but I don't know if that was the last woman standing or not. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I am going to pick Charlotte. Do you think that that's going to be from a double a double turn? Mm. I, I can't see Charlotte winning as a triumphant babyface. I think so. If it if she wins, it's going to be because she turns heel. No, I don't think so. So you're just thinking that the good guy's going to win, even the though no, everyone's going to boo her? Everybody's going to boo her after. Because you said that, I'm going to pick Becky. The and then everybody's going to cheer. The reverse Roman Reigns, where she keeps trying to be a heel. And people yeah, just cheer I want this to keep on going and see how long they'll keep her heel while she gets no boos. So that's what I'm saying is that I, I would love for, I think that you could really push Bailey Becky as a baby face, have Charlotte cheat to win, and then continue to just play up like she is the baby face, like that she didn't cheat. And like Becky still get aggravated about it. And then Becky it. gets aggravated and everyone wants her, and then they just do the How chase again. How about a again. heel faction with both of them and they just start beating up everybody else? Nah, nah. I mean, <laughs> wouldn't surprise me if they did it, though. I know. Just about facing on everything. And Ronda Rousey, the Rawls Women's Champion versus Nikki Bella. The diva versus the hey, UFC fighter. Hey, I think that's a bad word nowadays. It is. They've been using it in the promos. In the promos, man, you're infecting me. I can't talk now either. The build for this match, I didn't like the stuff that Nikki said about Ronda's mom. Oh, on Raw this week. I didn't see. She was that, saying like think. your mom's not gonna be proud of you. You know, you quit UFC. Oh, she said you weren't gonna whatever. get hurt. All those kinds of things. I do agree that that seems kind of that's too catty. It doesn't belong in a world title kind of feud. That being said, I did really like the I liked the argument of Ronda as the real fighter and Nikki as being more of the she's saying that she started the WW the she started the women's revolution essentially. She was Divas champion when it happened. It was her match when they did the give Divas a chance thing. And then Ronda's stance being like, Well, this is what I hate about women's wrestling. You're you know, I can't let you win because I'm the change. Like I like that story, which is yeah, kind of a which is fun. a meta story. And all the stuff she said about John Cena was just icing on the cake. It was kind of funny. Yeah. So that being said, are you picking your girl, Nikki, to Actually, win the title? Actually, back up, back up, back up. We have another match before this we'll one. We'll do that one after that. We'll do this so one. You're gonna do, you want to do the Tony Storm one last? Yeah, why not? Not the, the, Nowhere is close to the main event. It doesn't matter what the order of when we pick the picks is. Yeah, but this is the main event. This should be the last card. Okay, fine. So also on this show, we'll have the finals of the Mae Young Classic. Which is going to be between my girl, Tony Storm, and Io Shirai. And Tony I Storm, can't... let me go ahead and point out, is the other only other woman other than your wife that oh. I've ever seen you swoon out there. Yeah, I love that woman so much. <laughs> I get a lot of heat from everybody talking. It's like, do you even know her? I'm like, I don't need to. I don't need to. Yeah, nice. No, I've, you know, I've talked to her a few times, but um, 
She's so great. She's so underappreciated. She's she really so is. Consistent. So I've been watching a few of her matches on uh, YouTube because mm-hmm. uh, some highlight reel I think came up on my feed, and uh, she's really good. And we got to see her live. I didn't know her at all when she yeah. came out. <laughs> uh, we, uh, uh, Mercedes, we um, we saw her fight Mercedes. Yes, which at, was great. Uh, Progress at Progress. Yeah. yeah, she is. I I think of her kind of like a Booker T in the sense that she's not. She doesn't blow you away. Like, I mean, she does have sometimes she does have really good blowaways, but she's one of those women's wrestlers that's always very, very, very consistent. Right. Yeah. Like, she's just always a solid. Like, you never, you will never see a bad Tony Storm match. It might not be the greatest thing you've ever seen. It'll never be bad. You're always like, that was good. That was good. Like, consistently, like, just always really good. And then Io Shirai is, cons- is I think, the Can... best wrestler in the world. Yeah, apparently. She was supposed to sign last year, but then... um something going on with her health, something she didn't pass the physical. So she, so she didn't get signed until this year. Um, Jesus Christ. If you've never watched any of her stuff, go, just, I have. Go I, watch I've actually seen a lot of her stuff. It's crazy. Uh, she has some like really crazy kicks. Yeah. That scare me. Yeah. Every single time I see them. Yeah. So I am very, and very, I'm picking her by the way. I'm Io Shirai. Yeah. Yeah. I picked her to win before that. The tournament was announced because nice. she should, and I know that it's stupid, but when I think about how Asuka won the Revel- the Royal Rumble this year and how Kyrie Sane won the Mayan Classic last year, is it wrong for me to think that they shouldn't just keep picking the big Japanese superstar that they just signed to just win all the tournaments? Or is that just something that's just going to be how things are from now on? That's the best wrestler. That's the best wrestler. I'm picking Tony Storm. Yeah, I, I kind of I don't even know why we had this discussion, actually. I mean, she's in NXT UK, so yeah. she'll be fine. If Did you she watch the win. NXT UK actually? Yeah, it's, it's really actually good. good. So, well, yeah, I watched the first week. I haven't watched it this Johnny week. Johnny Ace isn't going to steer anybody wrong, man. Nice. Uh, all right, now we'll do the main event: Ronda Rousey, Nikki Bella, and I'm picking Ronda Rousey, by the way. Yeah, I I mean, it would kind of be a, a swerve if Nikki Bella got the bell again. Like, I guess. Well, the thing about so Ronda's obviously going to be a strong contender, then she almost supersedes the championship. So she doesn't, she doesn't really need, need it. it yeah. But it doesn't make Nikki sense. Nikki Bella for her, doesn't need it either. But so. it doesn't make sense for her to not have it. Go after it. Mm-hmm. So if they took it off of her, it would just be her a matter of for time it. for yeah. her to get it back, which I don't think is going to make sense. So I'm guessing that Ronda's gonna win. I don't know. But I maybe kinda, not. I kinda wanna pick Nikki Bella now. Pick Nikki. I'm picking Nikki. You're gonna pick I'm Nikki. T- I'm, I'm picking Nikki. Stephanie McMahon endorses it. You know, do a whole big evil women's faction. Yeah, that could work, and then it just could make work. Ronda be Stone Cold. It, I'm not saying that it couldn't happen. I just don't so, think it's going to. I don't think it's going to happen either. But I'm still, I'm sticking with it, Nikki. Yeah, Nikki's. Uh, your... I don't know. Now talking about it and going through all the card and everything, I'm kind of a little bit more excited about it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that is that the build has not been great, but when you look at the matches on it, it could be really it good. Actually, and it and if they if they play the card out right, I hope they don't try and do. What WWE likes to do, where they they f- with the crescendo of the show, we're like we'll put the we'll put one of the world title matches on first. I hate it when they yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, put the six woman tag on first. You know, do it. Let the show build, which they don't let shows build anymore. They had to have the whole show is great from the beginning because it's got to be four hours long. Is this show going to be a four hour long show? Because they said that everything's supposed to be four hours now. There, there's, this is not a four-hour show from where I'm, the card I'm looking at. I mean, Io Shirai and Tony could go could go a half hour. They could. Becky and Becky Charlotte and could. could go a half hour. They could go longer than a half hour. And I, and I think it would be good. Um, the Battle Royal could be. But that's the thing is that 
They don't Battle usually Royal could be an hour. They don't push the time length on a lot of the women's wrestling matches in general. And it and regardless of that, other than the women's the two championship matches and the May Young Classic match, I don't see there being reason for the matches to go long. Like it wouldn't make narrative sense for Trish and Lita versus even Alexa Bliss and Mickey, let alone no. Alicia Fox and yeah. Mickey, to go more than 10, 15 minutes at most. If that, yeah. You know? Uh, the Battle Royal could maybe go 20 minutes, maybe, you know? Uh, it depends on how many people's in it. So when you just start thinking about just logistics of just not, you know, like, it would be just too pat down the show. Now, there'll probably be a big, drawn-out Stephanie McMahon promo at the beginning. Maybe there'll be another promo in the middle of the show. Things like With that. somebody coming back that's not going to wrestle. Some yeah, woman. that kind of stuff like that. So that's our show. Um, those are our picks. Let us know your picks on the comments page on the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com where you can also find the other shows in our network uh somewhat nerdy radio which please go check out this uh month's podcast we did our 13 nights of halloween uh, where each night of october we give you another um horror halloween movie to watch mm-hmm. um, so definitely go check that out go check out future flicks with billion which is the other podcast in the network which is about to come out with his halloween special too so if you dig halloween Go check out Nose 2 Podcasts. Um, go like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We have our own Facebook page, so make sure you check that out. Um, incidentally, uh, next Friday, November 2nd, um, I'm going to be at Sector 6 with the Wildcat Wrestlers doing a jump around thing at that. If you want to come say hi to me, I'll be at that. There you go. Go do that. We'll play, uh... I'm excited about that, too. I've never been to one of those where you get to jump around on the, like, the giant trampolines, things like yeah. that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll put that on our Facebook page, actually. So uh, go check out that. So if you are interested in, in the... Is that in New Orleans? Yeah. Okay. Like I said, we are going to take November off. So I'm so sad about that. We but, will, you know... We will see you in December. The first week of December, which is December 5th. I'll be 31. You'll God. be you'll be. 40. I'll be 35. You'll be 35, yeah. Good We're old, God. man. We're old. All right. We have been your host. I am Snarf Chris. And this is Sam Kiss. And we'll see you next month. No. Yeah. See you next time. Next Just time. Just next time. Next time. Just next time. All right. Thank y'all.